Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. We are doing a second episode today, baby. Let's go. Um, so I just got out of Muay Thai, and I was thinking it's just so cool when I'm exposed, like, to people's levels. Like, there's different levels to the game, right? And this is what I'm talking about. So my coach, Miles, and I, he's a really good guy. Uh, if you're in Maine, check check out Elevate Fitness. Uh, he's got his own gym. It's right off. Uh, it's US. It's 442 US Route One. I think he just opened up a monthly membership package. But anyways, so we were doing some touch drills where it's basically like we both know what the combination is. So the first one I think we did was uh, jab, jab cross, uh, left hook uppercut, or right hook uppercut. Uh, anyway, so, so so we're given a combination. So each of us gets a chance to throw it on the other person, right? So you get a you, you know what's coming when you're you know playing defense. And on offense, you obviously know what you're throwing, right? So both of you knows what the combination is. So the trick is give different looks, faint, change up the tempo. So you might go one, two, three, four, or one, two, three, four, or one, two, three, four or one, two, three, four, right? So you change the tempo up, you change your looks, you change your levels. I'm starting to get right to my own horn. I feel like I'm starting to get pretty good. Well, here's where it gets funny, right? Here's where, here's where I think I'm starting to get good. So I feel like I'm starting to get real good. I mean, obviously we both know what the combination is, but I'm sneaking some in, I'm making contact, I'm doing really well defensively. Then I start to get tired. And as I start to get tired, I feel like Miles turned it up a level like not like if he, he was probably if he on a scale of one to ten he was probably sparring with me at a five maybe 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 a four or five and I was feeling really confident but then I started to get tired and he he's not tired at all and he I feel like he went from like a five to a just boop up to a six and just that difference from five to six I started eating up punches. I mean, he's only throwing 50%, right? But they still, you still notice them when you duck right into a left hook you know, upside your noggin. Even at 50% power, you feel it. Dings you a little bit. Um, and I just thought it was really cool. So, like, at first I got discouraged. Normal human emotion. I'm like, oh, now I'm not landing anything. You know, he completely changed his defensive stance. He got into like this extended Philly shell. I don't even know what you would call it. Where his leg, like he made me feel like he was really close to me. And as soon as I started throwing combinations, he was gone. So it was just really cool seeing him just. And he might. I mean, probably for him, he just went from four to five. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably underestimating um, the change in level or overestimating the change in level. Like he probably was sparring with me at a four and then just turned it up to a five, maybe a five and a half, right? Maybe a six, maybe a six. But it was cool because number one, it gave me an idea of how talented he is, right? Because he wasn't even close to 100%, but just that little change in levels humbled me very, very quickly. So at first I got a little discouraged. Like, I'm not as good as I thought I was. And then, you know, I, I told my inner bitch to shut up and figure it out, right? But it was cool because I, I like working with people that are way better than me. And I feel like most people are the opposite. 
I feel like most people are the opposite. Like they want to, like if you're the smartest person in the room, you know that saying, you're in the wrong room. You want to be surrounded with people that are better than you. So it was really cool watching him switch levels with me and expose how little I really know and how much work um, I need on my game. You know, and I've only been to about 10 sessions. I've got maybe 10 hours. Well, with hitting the bag, I probably got 15, 20 hours into the game. Probably 20 hours into the game. And he's been doing this since he was 14, 13, 14, you know? So, like, you get discouraged at first because you want to be good at it. You know what I mean? I'm an alpha male. I want to win at everything I do. And, but the only way you get to be a true, I guess, alpha male, a, a, a true top performer is being able to swallow pride, embrace humility, and deal with the suck when you're not very good at something. Like, because I was like, dude, if Miles really went to an eight or nine, I would be in very serious trouble. Especially if we were throwing kicks. Especially if we were throwing kicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be in very, very serious trouble. You know, I would just have to hope if him and I were in a fight. Not that we would ever fight, obviously. But, like, you know, if I didn't know Miles and we fought and I was at my level and he was at his, I would just have to hope that I got my arms around him to take him to the ground. Because if we're on the feet, he's going to fucking destroy me. Pardon my French. Um, and so that was, it was cool to see him flip that switch a little bit. But he didn't fully flip it. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm like leery of sparring with him the first time. And I know he would never, he would never, because there's a couple times I've accidentally thrown a little bit too hard and, and cracked him a little harder than I meant, meant to. And he doesn't get mad. He doesn't get upset, you know. Um, so I've got a really good coach is what I'm saying. But the other part is you got to deal with not being the best. It's so funny. Like when we start something, we just automatically want to be good at it. This is why so many people give up things so quickly. You know, they go to their first boxing class, they get beat up a little bit, and they quit. They go to their first jiu-jitsu class, and it's awkward, and they don't know what the hell they're doing, and they mess up a bunch, and they get choked out 57 times, and they quit. You know, you've got to be willing to embrace. You've got to be willing to embrace failure, and you've got to be willing to embrace not being very good at something when you first start. You're never, ever going to be great at anything if you're not willing to get beat up a little. Well, Mike, I'm not in combat sports. Fine. You want to start your own business? You need to be willing to have nights where you wake up the next morning and your bank accounts may be overdrafted. You need to be willing to have nights where you have to eat fast food or a bowl of ramen because you have no money. You have to be willing to get turned down by client after client after client. You have to be willing to be outbid by competitors. You have to be, you gotta be willing to suck. And it's so funny because average people spend their whole life. See, people, the, re, the reason why average people stay average and they never hit greatness is because they never wanna go, they, they, okay, here we go. This is, I'm about to give you something here. Here we go. Average people stay average because they only want to go above the line and never below. Well, listen, average people always, they stay average their whole lives because they're only willing to go above the line and never below. Like I think of like a guy that will only play video games because he's really good at them, but will never do anything else because he always, he only wants to be good at things and never bad. 
like average people are never willing to walk into a room where they're the bottom of the pack and work their way up. They want to just stay in the middle or be in a room where they're the best at something or better than everybody else at something, right? Average people are never willing to go below the line. Why? Ego, pride, lack of humility, lack of coachability, fear. Ego, pride, lack of humility, lack of coachability, and fear keep average people in the center of the road. And they'll never, ever be great at anything because they're unwilling to suck at first in a new endeavor. Again, whether it's business, athletics, weightlift, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. People don't want to be vulnerable and have weakness exposed. But what they don't see is that every day of their life is a manifestation and exposure of weakness. Living an average life is just living in perpetual weakness. It's living in perpetual weakness. You need to be you need to be willing to suffer. You need to be willing to be the worst person in the room at something. I'm very comfortable now being not the best in the room at something because two two things. Number one, I know that it's a vacuum of learning, right? Like I'm just going to suck up so much information. And number two, it's an opportunity to progress and get better. I love to I love to pass people up, right? Like I loved when I started jujitsu in Pittsburgh. I came in my first class and I was, you know, wrestling background and pretty strong, did decently with the whites and one or two inexperienced blues that probably shouldn't have been blue belts, but I got smashed by everybody else. And then I started to catch all the blues. Then I was beating all the blue belts in there. And then I started to catch a few of the purples. And, you know, I obviously never got better than any of the browns or blacks, but I at least was beating half the purples. And, you know, this is, the, this is over the course of a couple of years. But it was exciting to me to, okay, here's this purple belt that used to smash me a year ago, and now I'm smashing him. How does that happen? I've been working harder. That's all. I've been working harder than you. You might be a higher belt level than me, but you're going to class once a week, and I'm going five times, and I'm weightlifting, and I'm running. Like, you can catch people very, very quickly, because people get comfortable. People reach a certain level of experience and they get comfortable. So like for me and my staffing company, like we're always trying to evolve. We're always trying to improve. We're always trying to get better and better and better and better because I know somebody out there is going to, he's going to come up in our rear view mirror at some point. And we got to be ready to adapt. We got to be, this is why we're investing in a CRM. This is why we're investing in this. This is why we pay our employees well. All this stuff because... We always want to be a couple steps ahead. There's, you got to get it in your head that there's somebody out there working harder than you somewhere. Somewhere. David Goggins was talking about this. He's like, I, I go for a 10-mile run, and I get to mile 10. I'm like, man, there's somebody out there this morning doing 15, so he does 15. It's like, shit, there's somebody in the world doing 15, so he does 20. Right? It just, it, it's, it's frustrating to me because so few people will get what I'm saying. And I, I got to remember that I'm speaking to the few people listening to me 
that are actually going to get this and go and implement it. Why, why don't you want to be the best? Why? Why are you okay with being average? Why, why are you just doing things to get through the motion and, and, and hang up your cleats every day? It's like, why don't you want to be the best? Why don't you want to be the greatest? Why don't you want to leave your mark on the world? Like, someday you're going to be a tombstone, man. Someday you are going to be dead someday. All of us are. And some of us, that's a week away. Some of us, that's a couple years ago away. Some of us, that's a couple decades away. But it's going to happen. Life is so short. And it's not till... I, I was saying this on my Instagram story the other day. It's funny. The closer you get to the end of your life, the more valuable each segment of time becomes. Like, think about it this way. If I'm a millionaire and I have... $20 in my pocket, it goes through the wash. I don't think twice about it. Right? But if I've got negative in my bank account and I accidentally wash a $20 bill, I'm pulling it out, I'm putting it in the dryer, I'm air drying it, I'm going to get a blow dryer to dry it off. Like that $20 bill is worth so much to me. It's the same thing with time. Someday you're going to be getting, unless you die suddenly, Someday you're going to be getting closer and closer to the end of your rope. And each second, each minute, each hour, each day, each week is going to become infinitely more valuable than it was when you were a kid in your 20s and your 30s. Right now, you most of us piss away hours. We piss away days and piss away weeks. But when you get to the end of your life, you're going to wish that you had all of that time back. And the, the scariest thing to me, what scares me more than anything else other than not being right with the Lord, is getting to the end of my life and having a life looking back just with regret. Man, I could have done better. And I'm sure regardless of what I achieve, I'm still going to feel that way to some degree. But I want to try to make that, mitigate that as much as possible. So that's what I want you guys to think about today. Okay? Go be great at something. I love you guys. Let's get it.